Hi everyone, and welcome to Running on Optimism, the podcast for amateur runners or really anyone drawing inspiration from something or someone in their lives. I'm Sonia Rita, and with live races coming back online, I am thrilled to get you a little Motivation Monday by kicking off the Race Recap mini-series. One of my favorite things about chatting with runners like me is making friends and getting to cheer them on whatever goals they set for themselves. My friend Jessie Baldwin set her sights on the Eagle Up 50K, her first ultramarathon just two weeks after her very first marathon. I spoke with Jessie in episode 10, where we talked about her running and fitness journey and about crushing perceptions about what runners should look like. Jessie is absolutely inspiring me to push toward my goals and reminds me that the finish line is what you make it as long as you get there. She shares about her recent ultra and her upcoming goals. Here is her race recap. So I'm just excited to hear about this ultra marathon that I, it's incredible that you signed up for this just two weeks after running your very, very first marathon. So I want to hear everything, (laughs) fueling, those moments you were like, donezo, all of it. Well, uh, I don't even remember fueling. They had a lot of food there. So that's one nice thing I think about ultra marathons is they have a lot of food. And since COVID restrictions ended right before the race started or right before like race day, um, they were able to provide all of the typical foods that they do. So like they were like, um, um, cut up peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So like they were cut into four or like grilled cheese, or I think there was a grilled cheese with bacon on it. Um, all kinds of like all kinds of different things. And they, um, they had pickle juice, which I love pickles and I like pickle juice. (laughs) So I did that throughout the race. But so, um, my youngest daughter got sick. So the race is a camping race. So you camp out Friday night, and then you camp out Saturday night after the race. The race starts at 6 a.m. Saturday morning. It was in Pennsylvania, right? No, it was here in Ohio. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was like toward, is it, I don't know why I was under that impression. It's, it's like two hours northeast, I think, of Columbus. So in the direction <laughs> of Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> but it was in Canton, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah it's not even like Erie which is on the border ish but nope <laughs> just, just Ohio not too far so I decided to take the family because camping I thought like my girls would love that which they did mm-hmm. um but my youngest got sick Friday night and threw up in the tent and had nightmares all night and yeah it was um it was not fun and so I got no sleep <laughs> Friday night. Oh, and like, she was grinding her teeth and I heard her teeth popping. Like, I was like, eh, is she gonna have any teeth left when she wakes up? I was terrified. So I slept on her like twin size air mattress with her <laughs> and just like stared, had my arm wrapped behind her and just stared at her to make sure she was okay. And she was fine. She woke up in a fantastic mood and felt great, but it was not a fun night for me. And then the race started at six o'clock in the morning, which is fine. I was ready to go. I was gearing to go. Started off really good. Started off really fast. Problem I always have. <laughs> and um, 
So the first three laps, which are the first 15 miles was great. It was our, you know, it was, I was good. I was in a good mood. And then my, one of my friends said that she was going to walk the fourth loop. Okay. So that's another five miles. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I was going to take a break, but maybe that's what I'll do is just walk that fourth loop. And I think because I went against what my initial plan was, that was a mistake. (laughs) I walked it and I, I see nothing wrong with walking, but for me, walking hurts my body more than running does or intervaling because I'm an interval runner. So like it was hot, it was getting hotter and um, it was very humid again. (laughs) So both races, we had a really nice cool weekend, the weekend in between the marathon and the ultra marathon. Both of those were really hot and humid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, because it was the same weekend that Iz and I were. We actually were in Pennsylvania, um, <laughs> in the Poconos for for her Girl Scout yeah. week, and it was hot. And I thought of you that day. We're around. I'm like, oh my god, I don't. Is it this hot where Jesse is doing this thing and camping and all of that? Yeah, the camping part was fine. It's just the heat during running and and the trail. While really nice, the it's right next to a canal. And so like the, the humidity to come off the water and the shade that was there didn't really, it, it was still just, the air didn't move. Mm. So oh, it was, yeah, yeah. it was harder to breathe. And, um, and even though there wasn't really much of an incline, like I felt an incline the whole time. My head's just spinning. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. What am I doing? Like, I made a mistake and I don't know why I thought I could do this. And, uh, you know, that fourth loop. So that's miles um, 16 through 20. Oh. Um, or 15, like after 15 through 20. So each, each loop is five miles. I was just like so mad at myself and got in my head. And then, so of course the pain started to kick in and like, I, um, I was just angry. I just get angry with myself. So I was angry feeling like I couldn't do it. And um, so then I, after that loop, I got back to my campsite and I took a nap because I was really tired. Um, you know, changed my shoes, everything. And then got back out there, walked another loop and um, I walked it with a friend and it was just, it hurt so bad. And then I did another one on my own. It was the last loop finally. Okay, so and, you're past, um, at that point, you're almost at a marathon, right? Cause it was third, it was a 50K? Yeah, it was a 50K. Okay. So, so it was, about- it was, the marathon was done. I think the marathon would have been done at, the fifth loop and there was six loops plus a half mile out and half mile back okay yeah so by the last one and I think it was because I was walking my body just got mad at me my head got mad at me because I want to be I want to feel like I can do more than my body I think is ready for Mm -hmm. and I just get mad at myself if I'm not perfect (laughs) so something I gotta deal with um so that last loop, I'm like, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I do this? I'm never doing this again. Um, all those thoughts, like all those negative thoughts. Yeah. And um, I get to, so our campsite was just about a quarter of a mile from the finish line. And um, I'm uh, walking 
And I'm like, I can't, I don't think I can go any further. Like, I don't think I can make it to the finish line in the half out and half back. I don't think I can move any farther. I want to give up right now. And um, John was like, no, you're not, you're not giving up right now. It's not happening. Yeah. So uh, I continued on to the finish line, went up, went out that half mile and back and came through the finish line. And then John was like my crutch because I could not walk anymore after that. And I finished, and I finished angry and you can kind of see it in my face where I was hurting and I was angry and I was just never going to do this again. And I was so mad at myself. And um, the moral of the story is I want to do it again. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I just want to make it. I think that my plan needs to be to do it consecutive, no breaks, because I think the breaks just let it get worse and like let my body tense up more. So I think for me personally, I want I want to do another 50k and I want to do it consecutively. And um that would be my plan. So sticking to my plan is so important, I think, and getting sleep the night before. Yes. And I wish we weren't on Zoom because I could just give you the biggest hug right now. <laughs> oh my God. That's so awesome. That story it did not go <laughs> where I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> Oh, that's so, so wonderful. I love it. Like when you go back and you think about it and after you get over being mad at yourself for not doing better than you did, then it's like, I know that I can do this. I have proven to myself this year that I can do this. I just made it a little harder by doing the marathon only two weeks beforehand. And do you think that was, that played a role in how you were feeling or not at all? I think that it could very much could have, because I think my body still might've been tired. And again, going from only doing half marathons to doing a marathon and then a 50 K my, I think my body was just really tired and I had run so many miles, so many more miles than I've ever run in my life. And even though I love it and I feel good and I feel so much better conditioned, I think my body was just like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. So I want to do it again with a bit of a different plan. There was one question that I had lingering in my head and it like from the race, because you mentioned you're an intervaler, what versus like just straight up walking, what, what does that look like? And what's the difference? Um, so it, intervals are my intervals that I had been doing for my races were one minute run, 45 second walk. That works really well for me. So I have a gym boss that, that beeps yep. for each of the intervals. So um, I would run for a minute, walk for 45 seconds, run for a minute, walk for 45 seconds. My issue is my walk is very slow. <laughs> I'm like a leisure walker and I am trying so hard to, to become a faster, like with my walk portion, yeah. but I have short legs and I'm like, I feel like I'm still running and I need the walk within the interval to recover. Yeah. um, I'm working on that, but yeah, my, um, the interval and, and that keeps my body to, to keep like moving and not tighten up. Mm -hmm. So when I'm just walking, my body tends to tighten up. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, we, Marco was showing me when we were running together, he's like, all right, let's try to do a run walk because I kept getting injured. And then, um, but he's like, you got to drive your knees. Like just, even if you look like you're marching, don't, keep walking, keep moving forward, but let's keep those legs moving. 
because otherwise that same thing I just tighten up yeah and that I mean so my running form isn't like a high knee at Mm -hmm. all I mean it's just moving faster than a walk um I I by no means have this perfect full running form but I'm moving faster and I think that that's it's a little bit of a different movement. And I think that that's what helps. I also, when I'm just walking, get blisters really bad on my feet. So I don't like that. either. Is that your, is that a shoe issue socks or is it just the way your feet move? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because my it's there, I've tried various different socks and with walking, I always get the blisters, but with running, I have no issues unless pebbles get in, which they do. And then they rub and then that you know, its own issue. Unfortunately, a lot of my friends left with, because it was on a, um, it was on like a limestone, limestone gravel paved area is what the the ultra course was. And um, so a lot of my friends had really big, really bad blisters leaving. Oh, so what were the, what were the aid? Like, did you make any stops at aid stations or did you just, you had your plan? I mean, for the most part, other than the walking that kind of threw you off, but I, I stopped for water at every water stop. So okay. there were, there was the main aid station. That's the one that had like all the food. <clears throat> there was a huge coming into that. There were tons of hydration options. So water, Gatorade, pickle juice, um, something else that I, I tried it. I did not like it. (laughs) Did not get it ever again. So they had their hydration game was on point. I mean, the water was always cold. Oh, nice. Always available water. Like it was fantastic, which was really awesome. (laughs) So I stopped at every water stop to get water and Gatorade and keep moving. And I carry a water pack. So I carry, I carried my two liter, um, water pack with, uh, a noon tablet in it. Yep. So that's, that's how I do hydration. <clears throat> um, and then I stopped, they had it like, I think it was kind of every mile and a half. So, um, I did that. They had M&Ms at one. So I grabbed a cup of nice. M&Ms, but then it was like, I'm carrying M&Ms in a cup in my pocket and. I didn't, I didn't care for it. I, I got peanut M&Ms and I love peanut M&Ms, but maybe not while I'm running. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about like the, the mess <laughs> that might occur. They were in a cup. So okay. I didn't like, yeah, they were in a Dixie cup. So oh. I just folded that cup over to put it in my shorts pocket. Cause you know, I have those giant pockets in my shorts that I require. Um, so I did that. And, uh, and then I also purchased, um, Uncrustables. So I had a bunch of Uncrustables in my cooler in case I got hungry. But the thing about me when I'm running, like I don't really get hungry and maybe that's part of my problem. I also had kind bars because that's what I typically use for my fueling for my long runs. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had those in the cooler as well and had some kind bar, but I would, I did forget, I think to fuel some of when I should have, and I forgot my kind bar at the campsite and didn't have it on me. So there were points of being hungry, but you know, when your mind is not focused on food, then you don't really think about it much. So I probably could have uh, fueled myself a little better. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, we have available options. Yeah. Well, also like so many things are happening to your body at the same time. And you know, you're, you're, 
GI kind of starts slowing down too while you're running because your body's busy sending all of that blood elsewhere. So you don't get hungry, but you know that you need to put something in there to keep going. So full disclosure, I have GI issues anyway. So I do prefer to avoid eating while running because I don't want to have to race to a bathroom stop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're like... I won't name names, but I have spoken to many a runner who has had to do their business in the woods or behind a tree. I carry in my water pack. I have to carry wipes. Yeah. Have to, because I have needed them on so many occasions. (laughs) Unfortunately, like I wish that trails would have more bathrooms or porta potties or something accessible to the trail so that we didn't have to use wildlife or, or nature's yeah own bathroom yeah it's like uh it's it's no longer does a bear shit in the woods it's it does a runner shit in the water and the answer is yes <laughs> absolutely you did a 50k so you're officially an ultra marathoner right how does that feel? I don't even feel a difference. <laughs> no, because I would probably be walking around with my medal around my neck. Well, so it's sitting right here on my computer. Like, oh, that's I awesome. Have it sitting right there, which is funny because I took my marathon oh. medal down to put this up. So I was only I was only a marathoner for two weeks yeah. <laughs> before being an ultra marathoner. But yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I still feel like. Um, feels like it's not real. Hmm. So how's running been since? (laughs) Yeah. So I haven't run that much since then. Like I gave myself the week after off and I ran. So I ran, I took off Sunday from running and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I just did two miles on Friday. And, um, and then I ran, I just, I joined MIT again. Okay. And I ran with the group on Saturday and it was a good, it was, (laughs) It was a fast run for me. I'm not usually that fast. Um, but then I hung back and hung out with a friend um, yeah. for a little bit. Who? Because our pace group, um, we got new um, pacers for our pace group. They went a little fast for this first session. I think they'll slow, slow back down, but they're a little faster. <laughs> and so one of my friends was in the back like, oh, my God, dying. So. Yeah. I um, stuck back with her because I said, I'm still on recovery mode. Let's, you know, let's just do this. But I have a a new goal right now. Um, I wanted to sign up for the Columbus Full Marathon, but the time limit is only six and a half hours. Right. And that is pushing it way too much for me. (laughs) So I signed up for the half marathon. My goal is to PR that half marathon. So I'm working really hard. I'm, I'm trying to stick with speed work. Um, I just added rowing into my routine and, um, hoping that I can do things to, to build that speed for my half marathon. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's so great to always have new goals. And I love it. I'm, I feel like I needed this conversation today because I love how, it's that ultra sucked and you just seem like the same about running as you were when we talked just a few weeks ago, like still very much, um, in it, understanding your body and trying out new things. It's really, 
I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I love running. I mean, I love it for so many different reasons, but especially my mental health, because mm-hmm. as, as we've talked about, it's very helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and like achieving these goals and doing things that, I mean, we talked a lot about it before, but doing things when people often probably looked at you and thought you couldn't, it's like a big middle finger up <laughs> all of that. Yeah, I think I, you know, I, that's one thing I appreciate about society today, though, is we are getting better at recognizing, you know, and we talked about this, but at recognizing that all body types can be an athlete, all body types can be a runner, can be a cyclist, can be whatever they want to be. Um, You just work for it. So I think, you know, that's one of the biggest things for me is I want people to be able to look at me and see you know, when I, um, when COVID hit, I had, I had gotten my weight back up to about 330 pounds and I was still running and I was gaining weight while running because I'd still eat like crap. But, um, the thing is, is that at least I'm running and I'm, I'm, I'm pushing myself to do things. So I might be fat. I might eat like crap, but I'm not just sitting on my couch doing nothing. And then through COVID, I've lost 80 pounds, not because of COVID, but through the, the pandemic period from staying at home and, and being able to work from home and adding bicycle to my routine and then just the running and, and making the conscious decision to cut some things and to eat a little bit, a little bit better. I still have my junk food. I love my junk food. I like, I like cookie dough a lot (laughs) and Reese cups, but, um, I just want, like, I just want people to realize that it does not matter what your size is. You can be a runner if you want to be a runner. Don't just look at somebody and say, I wish I could do that. Cause I promise you, you can do it. If you, if you put your mind and heart to it, you can definitely do it. If I can run an ultra marathon, <laughs> I think anyone can do this. Hand in the air and preach because <laughs> I'm hearing you. I am so excited for you. And it takes people like you to say something, to be that example and to have that courage because it takes courage to put yourself out there too. So I'm so, so happy for you. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. I hope this race recap gets you pumped to get out there and crush any goals you've set for yourself today, this week, this month, or however long you've set them for. I really love these conversations, so if there's something you've really enjoyed listening to, please let me know. Want to chat with me? Also let me know. You can message me on Instagram, email me, or check out my website and leave me a comment there. Happy running all!